Welcome everybody to the next installment of the Upscale podcast. You're here again with, and you guys can say your name today. Mitch V. Arena. And Nick G. <laughs> right, I don't know where that came from, but here we are. How are you guys? I'm good. I'm good. Yeah, 8.2. If, if you could see so, Arena's head right now, it was just a very firm head nod. Yeah. Like, and it was quite gangster. Yeah. I think it was that Nate G that you dropped in. Like, I feel more gangster from it. Good to know, guys. Mm. Well, um, today we're going to talk about uh, the importance of social media and how to get the most out of things like Facebook, Instagram to promote your business. Mm-hmm. Mitch, you've had a bit of a background in this space, haven't you? I have. A big um, one. A big one. A big one. Um, and I'll actually, I'll actually give a bit of backstory on that to start with. Um, I now don't play too heavily in social media personally. Oh, you um, mean on a, on a personal on level? On a personal yeah, level. Me yeah, me either. Yeah, over the past, uh, let's call it seven years. And social media used to be a very different space. So I grew uh, my social media presence in what I would call the the easy growth stages of social media. You mean you just had to use it and it worked? Literally. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you used it. There was no um, trickery. There was nothing like that. You did yeah. hashtags and you had people share you and you got followers. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, and and now that's, it, it's obviously fluctuated a lot. Um, I think at one point I had 210,000 followers. I'm down now because I don't engage on it. I don't interact. Um, I think I'm down to like 134,000. No, woe is me. Uh, but that shows that it's a massive amount of posting that actually keeps you up there. And when I say that, I don't want that to scare anyone. I want you to understand when you're talking about that kind of level of following that that's what's required is that you need to be consistent. You need to provide great content. You need to be doing all of the things that have to occur to kind of like utilize social media for what it is. Mm-hmm. Now, if we're just talking about the businesses that we serve, you know, generally uh, trade, construction and service-based businesses, mm-hmm. the first thing is they've got to start. Mm-hmm. They've just got to do it. Mm-hmm. You know, Nike says it best, just do it. Mm-hmm. And kind of with everything that we talk about today, I want you to, no matter what you hear, no matter what you might think is a resistance to doing this, just do it. Mm. Just start with it. Now, there are a few other big players in the social media space. You know, you mentioned Instagram, you mentioned Facebook, um, but we've also got TikTok. Mm, and that's you a could, one. And you could also mm. argue that LinkedIn is mm. a social media platform. Now, Pinterest could also be something that needs to be utilized. But my advice to people out there is if you're starting in this space, pick one and go from there. Mm. So pick one of the channels and then move out. And if you're going to pick one, like for me personally, it would be Facebook. Why? Well, Trick question, why? For me, or, and from my experience, Facebook has the ability to be very targeted in uh, where you can spend your money. Yes. So you can create audiences and target specific customer groups and find your ideal customer quite easily. They also speak to a, an aging demographic and that demographic generally has a bit more money um, and Personally, I've found the results from Facebook better than the other platforms. However, that is shifting and that is changing at the same time as well. Yeah. For me, the answer is simply, and you nailed it, is the advertising space. Facebook is where you can get really, like once you've got your Facebook social media presence going, you can then advertise off the back of that really simply and really well targeted. Targeted, yeah. Yep. You can can spend a couple of dollars a day and see results. You know, you can spend thousands a day and see results as well, but you can target certain audiences really, really easily. Yeah. 
also I, I find that the, the the users in there are quite used to transacting and buying and and uh, using Facebook in that way. So whereas some of the others, it's more of a viewing platform. Yeah. And that would also bridge straight into nice and easily Instagram because you can effectively share the same content across the two of them. Mm-hmm. While I'm not advising this, I'm just saying you can do it. And then also um, you can you can push your ads out to both platforms in one hit. Yeah, because Facebook owns Instagram, yes. right? Yeah. 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 So the meta platform of Ads Manager, you can actually literally tick a single box and it'll run ads across the platform. Yeah, absolutely. So talking to a small to medium-sized business in the service industry, um, what what are we trying to achieve on social media? There's a few sized things, right? So you've got your business page, mm-hmm. which uh, you know you can utilize for a whole bunch of things, and then you've got the second side to say Facebook ads, which is the advertising component, putting out ads that are going to attract people who don't aren't followers of your page, but maybe a potential audience. Yes, to your business. Yep. Um, and like at the end of the day, that's the the main components of all of the social media platforms is creating a space where people can see you, mm-hmm. see your business, but also, and this is a big thing that people forget is you're also creating a space where you can reach out to people, mm-hmm. where you can actually go and, and become the hunter. Because if we look at like marketing or if we look at advertising or if we look at the space of that whole thing putting together, because marketing and advertising are really different, but we can talk about that later. Um, we effectively have farming where we, yep, we put up our page, we put up content on there and then we allow people to come to us. Mm-hmm. Yep, we allow it to mature over time. Organic. Organic, yep. Mm-hmm. Or we have hunting, which is where we go out and we go hunting and we go and get the clients that we want. Pay. Mm-hmm. Well, no, it doesn't have to be paid because effectively farm, uh, sorry, hunting can also be where I direct message people. I, I, I establish the clients that I want to go after mm-hmm. and I reach out to them. And that would be more of an outreach using... Facebook? Yes. Yeah. Which I'm a big fan of. Yeah, outreach. Mm. Yep. And no one does it. No. No one does it. No one does it with Facebook or Instagram or anything. People are just sitting back waiting for people to come to them. Yeah. We've got to stop doing that in business. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I agree. We've got to take control. So how do you find the people to reach out to on social media? Yep. So effectively, you can do it one of two ways, okay? If we're talking about you service a local community area, so you're a service-based business business that you know only goes for a certain service area, mm-hmm. you can one look at hashtags for that service service area. Mm-hmm. Okay. But what you could also do is just simply look for businesses that are the type of business that you want to service. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So let's say I'm an electrician and I want to build relationships with plumbing businesses and start getting referral work from them. Well, I can simply just type in plumbing. Mm. Yep. And find a local plumber. And then normally local plumbers follow other local plumbers. So I can simply go to their their following and look at all their followers. And then I can start following them as well and go from there. Yep. The, the other thing that you've got is the community pages Yes, as well. So, you know, c- communicating and posting on community forums, providing tips, helping people and responding to people is another way, great way of doing outreach. Yeah, and there's some really clever ways to get around that. We talk about that a lot in our top-tier program, the board, and Growth Lab, actually, where we actually give people the exact copy, which is the written words that are needed to post out to get around and circumnavigate a lot of different community groups. And we're talking about community groups on Facebook here around their guidelines of spamming and advertising and things like that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So, you know, that's a really important skill to understand is that most of these groups don't just like being spammed with ads. Mm. Yep. So how do we provide value to these groups in a really smart way that also gives us work? Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
The other part of social media that I, I think often gets overlooked as well is social proof. People these days, when they're they're looking to buy, look, everybody has a fantastic website. Everybody says that they're the best at everything. What people are looking for when they're buying these days is what other customers are saying about them. Mm-hmm. And utilizing your, your business Facebook page to showcase how you've interacted with other customers, the positive experiences that they've had is something that I believe a lot of people go to Facebook for when they're looking for a business. Yeah. Actually, that, you go. I have um, I have a few friends that have done any sort of renovations, anything. They will scroll through Instagram, not for not just for inspiration, but they actually want to know what is this business doing that I'm looking at. It's using. a background check. Yeah, and just say like, are they real? Like, are they? You know, can I? trust them to do a good job have Mm -hmm. they done this before what does their other work look like and it just gives them a gallery of anything that they've done before with nice photos that showcases their skills Mm -hmm. it's it's a really nice way to just go okay it's it's a little bit more than just what's on the website where people put like just like the front and here they're going into a little bit more detail with what they've done in the past yeah picture says a thousand words yeah you know you can tell people you're the best but if customers are saying you're the best and they can see the the, the proven result in in what you've achieved it, it, it does far more than just saying it yourself hmm. yep in that space as well it also shows the importance of consistent posting the amount of times I've been on someone's profile mm. and seen that they haven't posted anything in the last year or two years and you're like oh I don't care how good their stuff is. It makes me wary of that business straight away. So that's one thing that we really want to emphasize here is that we are consistently posting. Yep. Now, um, something that I just want to roundabout back to is what kind of content are we putting up? Because that's the biggest hurdle that most people feel Mm. is like, yep, you can tell us to do all these things and yep, these are all the social media platforms, but what actual content am I going to put up? Mm -hmm. What's the difference between a story and a reel? What is the difference between a post what should I put on each and what does it all have to look like? Mm-hmm. You know, do I need to stress about the writing? What What is it? Mm-hmm. Now, I'm going to ask you, when you're scrolling, what are you looking at mainly on the different platforms? If I'm, look, I believe that in terms of posting, we need A, some social proof. So we need to be showing, yep, we're active. This is what we're doing. This is what customers are saying about us. We also need to use it as a space to seasonally um, promote different products or services. So say you're an electrician and it's coming towards summer, uh, we can talk about, you know, fans or air conditioning or something that speaks to that Mm -hmm. issue right now. Um, You can use it as a space for when you're hiring and, you know, you're looking for staff members and that kind of thing, posting it there as well. But I think there's got to be a few different avenues that you use it for. it can't just be sales, 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 sales. I'm selling this, buy this. Yeah. yeah. If we we put it into kind of like two really simple ways, we've got stills, which are pictures, mm-hmm. and then we've got videos. Yep, movement. Um, if we're talking about Instagram, Facebook, um, well, TikTok predominantly is all going to be video. Okay, and the written word means literally nothing. Okay, we're talking about LinkedIn. The written word is way more powerful mm-hmm. because people are on that platform to consume content in a more of a, an old school written kind of structure. Mm-hmm. People like to be taken to, to blogs or whatever you want to call them, articles or whatever it looks like. They're all essentially the same thing. Same with Twitter. Yeah. yeah. Um, and Twitter, exactly, which is short form written word content. 
But if we're talking about Facebook and Instagram, you have the two different styles. So you've got the still and then you've got the the um the videos. I think for me, what catches my eye is the video. Well, funnily enough, Facebook mm-hmm. and Instagram favor these. Yeah. So if you're putting up video content, because at the end of the day, these platforms want eyes on content for as long as they it's can. Possible, mm-hmm. yeah. That's their business model. And so the longer that you can keep someone's attention, the better. And traditionally, we look at a photo for one to three seconds. That's realistically as long as we look at it. But a video, we look at on average seven seconds. So we've doubled the screen time that the platform is going to get from each engager. So therefore, they're going to favor this. So if you put up a video content, it is actually going to, the algorithm is going to rank it higher than if you just have a still. Okay. Now, with that said, that's not saying stills don't have power. It's just saying that stills often want to be coupled with or accompanied by good written content because then the engager or the person utilizing the platform is actually reading and therefore they are being held attention for longer again. Hmm. So one, if you're just going to put a picture up, make sure it's got some good copy with it or put uh, a video up and then don't worry too much about the actual copy in itself. That simple rule of thumb. I'm not saying the copy is not important on a video, but as a simple rule of thumb, that's a nice way to look at it. Mm-hmm. Now, a lot of people out there stress about writing a copy. Nate, we've been playing with this quite a lot lately. Yes, we have. We have. Uh, so is there a really easy way to do this, guys? There <laughs> is. What is it? It's called artificial intelligence. Yeah. And while we're not saying uh-huh. this should be the only way you do it. Hey, I didn't create it, okay? Let's just, you know. <laughs> yep. But um, a lot of our clients have been utilizing chat, GPT, and other AI technology Mm. for writing their content. It gives you a great baseline. That's the key. Yeah. So, you know, like sometimes you sit down to write content and you just don't know where to start. Yep. You ask chat GPT to give you uh, content for a post. So I'm an electrician. I want to promote installing fans in summer. Boom. It will write you a social media post and... It gives you a framework that then you can then go back and adjust and personalize and put into your own words. Yeah. You can literally, and this is the prompt that we utilize, you know, we utilize this for our clients. Uh, you can simply write in chat GPT, write me a Facebook post and then put in brackets, length 250, 500, 150, however many characters you want. Yep. For an electrical contracting company named, whatever the business name is, located the location of it, dot. Mm. And then it'll write you, and you can tell it's write 10 of them. You can, you, tell, can, you can tell it to sound like Mitch Van if you want. You can tell it to write <laughs> it, you can definitely tell it. You can give it personas. Yep, you can tell it to write like X or Y, write like a, a great business leader, write as if you were Steve Jobs. Mm. Write with the intention to sell. That you can do all those things. Yeah. And then once you've got those, you can write, tell it to rewrite it for a younger demographic rewrite it including hashtags and emojis and it will do those things for you now i 100 percent agree with you these platforms have got to a point where they know everyone's doing this yeah. yep it's the same as seo and all that kind of thing where they're not actually liking the content that's coming out because it's too easy mm. so as you said utilize this as a great starting base and then play around with it mm-hmm. but cheat code take that copy plug it into grammarly and it's or plug it into other this quill bot. There's a couple others that'll make AI written content appear more as if it's written by a human. Mm. Yep. I think if you just read it and it doesn't make any sense to you, it won't make any sense to anyone else. So just check it, think, hey, would I like this? Um, and then go from there. Mm-hmm. 
Yep. Now, I do want to segue back. This came up from before, um, but I forgot. I'm going to bring it up now. In business, we want to be able to control as many variables as we can. Yep, that's the fundamental way towards business success is controlling variables. Now, on Facebook, as opposed to Google, you can actually turn off reviews, which means that people cannot leave you reviews. Now, there's pluses and minuses to this, okay? One of the biggest things when we get into that space is that the second negative reviews are there, and the majority of people like to leave negative reviews more than positive, yeah. is that you can't remove it. Out of, really? a, out of 100 positive experiences, 99 of them will go well. 99 of the experiences will go well, but the only person to leave the feedback will be the negative exactly. 1%. So on Facebook, you can actually control the review variable. And what I mean by that is that you can turn off the ability to review or recommend on your own page, and then you can simply post your reviews, which means that no one else can put any negative energy or negative reviews on your Facebook page, as opposed to Google, where people can put up a negative review and then it's there forever. Yeah. And that's not a bad thing because it allows you to flex your ability to showcase how professional you are and yeah. respond to that. How, you, different how you resolve conflict. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So I think that's an important thing to note is personally in service-based businesses that I've had in the past, I have actually turned off the review on Facebook and I'll post the reviews that I get as opposed to allow them to just be left. Yeah. But social proof is very important and it is really important that we try to control the flow of that. If we can do whatever we can to make sure we remove any chances of negative reviews, we have to do that. Yes. It starts with a great service, doesn't it? <laughs> it does. But even, even if you're offering a great service, there are still certain people in the world that have are just serial letter writers. They will just complain mm. and, um, you know, make part of everything. Yeah. I Actually, I had a question from before. You said you have to be consistent. Yes. How consistent? Like daily, weekly? What, what is there? If, if you're formula? trying to become an influencer... Daily. It depends on the intention, right? Yeah. If like, you're, what am I trying to achieve? Yeah. If you want to become a genius in that space, and you know what? We can all become that. Let's say you want to become an electrician that is known for giving the greatest of electrical advice on your... on your so An industry specialist. Yep. Then yeah. you know what? I'm saying daily. Yeah. But if you're the general-based service business, electrician, plumber, painter, cleaner, whatever, I would advise aim for two times a week. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's consistent. You just need to show that you're active that you give a good quality of service for when people look up and you, you provide some solutions to seasonal problems. Yes. Okay. Now, does it need to be professional? No, but it also can be. So what I actually advise, and we do this with all of our clients, is we actually advise them, spend the four to $500 once a year or twice a year and get someone, a professional photographer, to follow your team and you yep. around for a day mm. or a half day and get yourself 30 to 70 professional photos. I can't stress that one enough. Yeah. It, it, like for your website, for everything. Like anyone can have a great website, but lacking that those great photos, that good content, that it, it just doesn't have the same ring anymore. Yeah. That's what separates you from your competitors. If you get 100 photos professionally done, it's probably going to cost you six to $800. That's realistically what it's going to cost you. Might be a little bit more, might be a little bit less. But that's content for a full year at yeah. two postings a week. Yeah. Now, if you throw in a couple of testimonial Tuesdays, yeah, or past service Sundays, you know, showing the different work that you've done, then that really builds that out and pads that out. And you've got the next year's or two years worth of content from one photo shoot. Mm-hmm. Mm. So, you know, one, I don't want to stress too heavily to go and get professional stuff done, but 
at four to eight hundred dollars or whatever it is to get yourself a year's worth of content in the photo space. That's a really good value. It pays for itself in the terms of credibility that it gives your business. You just 100%. look a cut above your competitors, hence you can charge more and you you people will convert more when they come and, and reference and see those photos. It makes it easy too, doesn't it? Because you tick it off once and you've got the photos there. You don't have to worry about, oh, I forgot to take a photo um, today. So you just do it once and you've got them there ready to go rather than having to constantly tick that box again and again. Yeah. And even if you don't do it every year, mm. you know what I mean? Like just having, if you haven't done that before, if you haven't had professional photos done, I highly recommend it because it will just upgrade all of your media and you may use those photos for years to come. So be it, but at least your baseline is, is good. Mm. Yep. Now, if we talk about the video space, um, this is where people freak out the most because photos aren't that hard to get. Okay. Yep. You can take, pay a photographer to get your 70, but you know what, to get, uh, someone to do film to come out and then edit it, that can be an expense. So what are we going to do in the video space? We just make videos from different photos. <laughs> you can make videos from different or photos. Just make a video on your phone. Yep, yeah. or just make a video on your phone yeah. and provide value. It can either be A, you talking about something. Mm -hmm. Hey, going to show you a really quick and simple way to make sure that your smoke alarms are still working. Mm -hmm. Step one, step two, step three. Face to camera, holding it, go from there. Keep it real simple. Mm -hmm. Or it could be you filming the guys doing something. It could be you simply filming some um, videos showing the before and the after. And videos are just about movement. Effectively, that's all a video is, is a photo with movement in it. Yep. And if we think about it in a really simple way like that, you can take a simple video of something that you would have taken a photo of, and then that in itself is going to create a longer impression for the platform and keep more eyes on it. Yep. Someone that does this actually really well in our uh, platform is Hot Electrics. Yeah. The team over there, they put up, I would, I would say, three to four videos every day, and they do a great job doing it. And then another place where they're doing great videos at the moment is I was actually looking at Nixon's this mm -hmm. morning. They're doing a hiring video, which is a two-minute long video to actually showcase why it's so great to work at their business. Mm -hmm. And I've got a call with Dave after this. And I watched the video, and I was like, I want to come. Yeah. I want to go and work there. I want to come work there. Yep. Yeah. And that in itself, yes, you're talking about a couple of thousand dollars to get that done. But if that makes your hiring process easier over the long game, what a great investment. Yeah. yeah. I think video just makes everything better. Yeah. yeah. Even if you're sending out a quote to a customer, you make a video of explaining what that quote is. It, it, it makes it personal. Yeah, it does. And I guarantee your competition are doing that kind of thing. Yeah. Mm. yeah. So if we want to do a really simple recap or if there's any additional things that we feel like need to be in this space, what are we going with? I just say that paid ads uh, are something that you, you really should be utilized, uh, particularly for seasonal offers. So look at the, depending on your industry, look at the things that come around at certain times of year. You know, right now for an electrician, there is the smoke alarm um, uh, notice that the fireys are doing, um, you know, around summertime, you know, people are looking at cooling and, um, you know, getting their properties up to date for Christmas. Uh, so I think using utilizing ads and having seasonal campaigns to promote these products or services are really good on social media. And it, it costs you very little to get in front of a lot of people. You can simply use Canva. You can bang something together really, really easily and um, it won't cost you an arm and a leg. Ads in themselves are a massive topic. I reckon we need to cover that one definitely in a podcast in itself, but... If we're going to bring up ads, I think we need to talk about ad library really quickly. Yeah. If you're wanting to know what your competitors are doing, 
Okay, big tip. If you want to know what your competitors are doing in the advertising space, I was talking with a client last night about this. Go to Google, type in Facebook ad library, mm -hmm. jump on there, type in your competitor's name, and it will show you every ad that they are currently running. Okay. And if you know what they're doing, it can give you a really simple way to understand what you're going up against. Because the ads will not display on a business's Facebook page. The ads appear separately and will only be shown to people that are in the audience that the business is selected. Yep. But the ad library shows everything. So we do a recap. One, consistency. Or one, just do it. Just start. Just do something. Mm -hmm. Okay, two, pick your platforms. Facebook, good place to start. Instagram, Twitter, LinkedIn, Pinterest, whatever you need. Mm -hmm. Three, consistency. All right? Put something up consistently one to two times a week. Make them a little bit different. Some photos, some uh, videos, testimonial Tuesdays, past services you offer, um, offers that you've got going, um, specials and so forth. Keep it fun, keep exciting, and just post some stuff. Mm -hmm. And then turn some into ads. Yeah. Have some fun. That's the big thing. We talk about the majority of uh, accounts that do uh, go big or that do get a lot of work from them. They're normally accounts where the person is enjoying what they're doing. They're having some fun putting the content up. Don't see it as a stressor. Don't see it as just something you have to do. See it as a place where you can kind of show your business's yeah. personality. Mm. Expression of self. Yeah. yeah. Let's be real. The ads that we put up half the time are us being stupid. Yeah. It's just us having fun. It's just us expressing ourselves and showcasing what it's like to work with us. Our clients have a really fun time while getting great advice and moving their business forward. Yeah. Don't take it too seriously. That's, just put it yeah. out there. Keep it simple. Yeah. Don't overthink it and just go, okay, but that, that's good enough. You can spend another 20 minutes or half an hour to get it perfect. Mm. But if it's good, you know, share it. And then people probably like you for who you are. Even like, share your bloopers. Yeah. Yeah, share the bloopers. Just just get rid of the analysis paralysis. Just just put it down, put it out there. And then next time you're thinking about, oh, I wonder how that one went, just make another one. Just keep putting them out there so there's that many that it'll get overlooked soon enough. Yeah. <laughs> and don't expect to go viral. Like so many people put stuff up yeah. and we've dealt with this before where um, someone will put something up and they'll be like, oh my God, this didn't do amazing. Let's remove it. Let's work on getting this perfect strategy yeah. together. And I'm a bad person because no one likes me. Yeah, no. <laughs> Actually, and that does bring a really good point about if you get negative feedback on there. Yeah, welcome it. Welcome it. Yeah. Yep. Or hide it. Hate, haters are going to hate, right? Yeah. It's the, yeah, they, yeah. You get them on everything. Some, amount, people, some people just love to sit there late at night and troll the internet and just cast negativity over everyone and everything. So welcome it. Yeah. Some posts that I used to do might get hundreds and hundreds of comments on them and there might be a dozen hates on there. I would focus on the hate mm. as opposed to everything else on there. Yeah. You can't do that. No. You need to understand that it doesn't matter. You got to move past it. Where? Whatever. Next post. Yeah. Yeah, if it's real bad, just hide it. Yeah, like <laughs> it, it like it, and write back. Thanks. You. Yeah, have awesome. some fun. Cool. All right, guys. Well, great session. And um, if you guys want to know any more, we've got plenty of stuff that we can help you with. Reach out. Bye.